This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt, the CEO of SOM International, and with his wife, Cindy Witt. She's the co-founder of SOM and the publications director. Uh, David, you and Cindy have been involved with the persecuted church for, what, like 25 years? And so what, what drew you to the persecuted church, and why have you guys been uh, committed to this for such a long period of time? Yeah, well, Cindy might say, being married to me drew her to the persecuted church because I always have fun that she's going to have great rewards in heaven for marrying me because the Bible says whatever you lost on earth and whatever you suffered, great is your reward in heaven. But uh, so, I, yeah, this is a love story today. Our love story together is my beautiful bride that we've waited till this time, Mark, to bring out. And I'm excited to have Cindy on here because really it's our our story together. As I couldn't have done this without Cindy's uh, being beside me, and, and the, she's a co-founder and a publications director. I mean, many times people, we get a nice compliment about our newsletters and our graphics and our, you know, online stuff. And, and they went, hey, you guys do a great job. Well, that's Cindy behind all that. She's the publications director, and actually that's what she did in college is communications. And so she's been able to really use her gifts um, and it's and she's such a great companion in all this, and so it really is our love story together. But it's our love for Christ, and it's our love for the persecuted, the unreached. And I'm I'm really excited to bring Cindy on to the podcast today to be able to share her story. And so welcome, their beautiful bride is my my nickname, greening out. So Cindy is her name. So welcome, Cindy, to the podcast. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you both so much. And it's such a pleasure to be here with you both. And, and Mark, just what, you know, David was bringing up about um, the publications, it's a team effort, you know, full well that it's a team, it's a global family all working together and a blaze media and what you do, your radio experience, your church planting background and also your incredible graphic design work through blaze media you make us look good so we're just well, so thanks. yes we're just so um privileged to work together and and just to be a, a little part of what god is doing around the world it's such a joy and such a privilege so thank you well, I want to jump in right away, Cindy, because time always gets away from us with uh, Mark and I in this podcast. Uh, but I think what's really key is how the Lord used you and I in unity for a heart for the persecuted church. And I want you to start out with that, how the Lord captured yeah. your heart. Well, back when we were first married and um, David actually was the youth pastor of our church in Colorado and, and it was a ski resort town. So in order to live there, we also um, were a part of building spec homes and a part of that um, community before, um, well, just enabling us to live in a resort town on a youth pastor's salary. And so we, um, it was an incredible time, but even during that time in Colorado, we had a heart for the persecuted church. And so mm -hmm. we would actually rally the community together with, um, blankets for Sudan or coats for Russia. And we um, would bring those to actually the Voice of the Martyrs headquarters. Um, There's one time I remember specifically, we were gathering up blankets for Sudan and we had black trash bags all in our living room, around our living room. And 
were putting in the blankets and people were dropping off blankets for us to send to the Voice of the Martyrs at the time. And, and our daughter, Caitlin, she was just two years old at the time. And she came up to me and she said, mommy, what are we doing? Why are all these blankets in our living room? And I said, honey, these are going to Sudan, Africa, and they're going to bless the people in Sudan. And I showed her a picture at the time of this woman who carried this little baby on her back and in a wrap. And, and she was touched by that photo. And she just said, mommy, I want to give the baby my blankie. And literally she had her favorite baby blanket that actually my great aunt made, which, so it wasn't like an heirloom. It was her great, great aunt made it. And she sacrificially stuffed that in the bag um, to give to the persecuted church living in Sudan. And it was such a beautiful, just, you know, just the beautiful heart of hers. And it just touched me. And, and so really our whole family really developed a heart for our global family and we prayed for them. And when the opportunity arose with the voice of the martyrs um, for David to be a mission representative, he would be gone most of the year. So um, it was, I think like 40%, 35 to 40% of the year, he'd be gone traveling, speaking, um, short-term trips overseas. Um, So after praying about this, we decided Actually, it was my idea and I, it was a God thing because people have asked David, how did you get Cindy to sell her house and move into a fifth wheel RV and travel full time? And so, so, but for me, it was easy to say, yes, I guess it's hard to walk in it, but God sustained us and blessed us so much. And it was such a privilege. And to this day, even our children say that that was such an incredible time. So we actually, um, gave a commitment, a two-year commitment to travel full-time on behalf of the Voice of the Martyrs um, throughout the western part of the United States and then short-term trips overseas. And we gave them a two-year commitment and we actually did it for three years full-time. So we did. We sold our house and and um, and moved into a fifth-wheel RV and traveled full-time for three years. And And then also having the opportunity for me to traveling overseas. I've traveled to 25 different nations now. And I can say traveling to a restricted nation where, you know, a restricted nation is a country where Christians are persecuted for their faith, either either by government policy or public practice, they are persecuted for their faith. And so when you're there with them, Um, I just, I wish that every American Christian could see them because there was such joy. I remember sitting around the table together and they were laughing and just in fellowship with one another. They'd been through so much together. And then we were in an upper room singing praise songs, actually whispering them. We had to whisper. And then I just remember feeling like, wow, I recognize the tune to this song. And it was such a beautiful moment. It was just a small group of us whispering these praise songs together. And I remember asking the pastor, what can we do to help support you and to serve you? And he said, Cindy, pray for us. He's like, number one, pray for us. But he said, but don't pray that the persecution can stop. Because it could stop if we simply stop sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. But he said, but pray that we will be bold and courageous witnesses to others and share the hope of Christ with others. 
And so that also struck me because, you know, in America, we fear telling somebody about the Lord at the grocery store, you know, and yeah. here it's like they're asking, you know, don't pray. Don't pray that we that the persecution stop because it could stop if we simply right. stop sharing the good news. And so it just emboldened us as a family. I think more and more just we want to be a part of what a little part of what God's doing around the world and and his story. It's just such a privilege to be a part of what he is doing around the world. All right, well, we're here with Cindy Witt, wife of David Witt, and we're hearing about how the beginning of Spirit of Martyrdom and how they got started and Cindy's passion for the persecuted church. We'll hear more when we get back from this break. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Also online with his wife, Cindy Witt, and she is the publications director and the co-founder at Spirit of Martyrdom. And so, uh, David, you wrote this book, and uh, this book was kind of the catalyst for starting Spirit of Martyrdom. And I think it might be an overstatement. It was kind of an offshoot of what you were doing with Voice of the Martyrs. Just explain to us a little bit about how that came about. Well, because we are so blessed to have my wife on the podcast today. Um, she edited the book and was part of the whole process. I want to turn it to you to explain from your perspective, honey, of really our, God's calling and the details of how we ended up really founding SOM International. Well, it is. It was a um, such an honor to work with our friends at Cascom Media. They, Duane and Melanie Moyer, they own Cascom Media, and it was um, an audiobook. So the audiobook um, and Cascom Media did all the sound effects and special sound effects, and it is um, the name of the book was Spirit of Martyrdom for the Love of Muslims, and so the mm. audiobook. Actually, during those those days of speaking with the voice of the martyrs, that was one of David's talks that he would share. And it was very powerful because he shared about with the spirit of martyrdom and laying down your lives and how for all of us as believers, um, the verse Acts 1.8 says that you shall be my witnesses um, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the remotest parts of the earth. And, and that word witness in Greek is martus. And that that's where we get the English word martyr from martus. So it's mm -hmm. we are all witnesses, we are all martyrs, living martyrs, is what he likes to say. We're all living martyrs and witnesses for Christ, wherever in the world God takes us. And so out of um, out of that audiobook, it ended up um, when it went to print, uh, several years later, they changed the name to Fearless Love in the Midst of Terror. And and so that, so you can read the, all the, about the stories. You can also still get the audiobook. And that time for us, 
branching out with the persecuted church, continuing on the ministry with the persecuted church, um, the Lord really directed us to um, having just a heart for Muslims during that in the mm -hmm. beginning years. And even at our uh, conference, our 10 year anniversary, um, one of our global leaders in Northwest Africa and a restricted nation and a nation where um, he um, was a Muslim background believer and came to Christ. And so many Muslims, when they come to Christ, they lose their family. They, they, some of them yeah. even have funerals prepared, even Hindu backgrounds, same thing. Uh -huh. um, and so our hearts just broke for them. And so I remember saying um, at the conference that as believers in Jesus Christ, we truly are blood relatives through the blood of Jesus Christ. We are family. And I remember our our director came up to me afterwards and and truly they are family to us. And he said, Cindy, that meant so much to me because thank you, because we are family. And I and I do experience yeah. that with you all. But he said that means so much because for a Muslim, you lose your family. And to know that I have family really meant a lot for you to say that. And so that is continuing our heart, our heartbeat. Well, I think not a lot of people um, you know, realize in that same vein is that when a woman comes to know Christ in some of these countries, she is, um, in, in essence, kicked out of her family in, in many instances. Yes. Um, and so one of the reasons that we have something like a, a micro business right. that we provide for women, you know, is because they need to be able to provide for themselves now that they've come to know Christ. Um, right. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the special struggles that women face uh, in the persecuted church. Right. Well, in India, for example, Mark, we're, we have right now currently uh, 27 lighthouse sewing and discipleship schools throughout the country of India. Mm -hmm. And it's such a joy and privilege to come alongside these precious women who many of them, they're, they're, they're the Dalits, they're considered the lowest in the caste system. And when I met this mm -hmm. one precious mm -hmm. woman, she went through the training. Her husband died of cancer and um, she has four little children and her family, mm. basically because of the Hindu religion, they did not want to have anything to do with her. They didn't want to touch her. They didn't want to hug her. They actually felt like if they touched her, they would get a disease and die. And so she literally had during the time when she needed family the most, they weren't there for her. And so it was the church family that came alongside her and said, yeah. you're not alone. We're here to help you. And so going through that discipleship training, as well as learning a sewing skill was so powerful for her. She it empowered her to not only learn the skill, but also to learn her identity and who she is in Jesus Christ, that she truly is a precious daughter of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And she has a family who love her and care for her. And so it was such an incredible time to to meet with her in person and to see firsthand how the Lighthouse Sewing Schools make such a difference, literally life changing for these families. And so it's um, yeah. it's such an honor to be a part of it. 
Yeah, it's huge. It's a it's a massive mm -hmm. uh, you know change in somebody's life going from uh, being outcast from their family to having now a new family put around them. Well, right, hey, we want right. to encourage um, you, our listeners, as you step out and becoming a better leader in the kingdom of God. Um, I hope that you've been encouraged today by what you've heard. At Risk Radio invites you to get involved with those who risk much for Jesus. You can get involved by subscribing to the newsletter that Cindy puts out um, with our team here at Ablaze Media and uh, the team there at SOM. Uh, our full color newsletter comes out every month and features stories from those who are serving on the front lines in the most restricted areas uh, in the world for the gospel. And you can sign up for that either at our website that is uh, at riskradio.com or at Spirit of Martyrdom's website, which is spiritofmartyrdom.com. You can also help this podcast by subscribing, by sharing it with a friend, by leaving comments. Uh, if you have a question, we'd love to hear those. And lastly, At Risk Radio and, uh, and SOM International are crowdfunded ministries. So we're supported as you sign up to be a monthly donor or as you exchange a book for a donation. And uh, we, uh, everything in the bookstore is name your own price. So we just want to, um, you know, we want to get these resources to you. If you want to read this book that started Spirit of Martyrdom, Fearless Love in the Midst of Terror, it's available in the bookstore. Name your own price, any donation it's sent to you. And that's at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Hey, until next time. Hey, Cindy, we hope we have you on again soon. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.